Happy 2004, everybody. Happy 2004. 2004 was the year that Encore by Eminem was released. Mm. Arguably his worst album. Oh, I thought, what about uh, Relapse? Relapse is yeah. pretty bad, too. Yeah, That Relapse guy sucks, honestly, mm. right? 2004. Joe, hey Joe, Joe, we joke around a lot, mm. but do not say Eminem sucks. Why? Yeah. What will he because do? Because he's... The best rapper of all time. Now, any any person that says Eminem is the best rapper of all time sucks, but he is the best rapper of all time. So Why? Suck. It's quite. It, it is what it is. It's you never want to be around a guy that's like, dude, Eminem's the goat, but he is the goat. Why? Because why do you not want to be around someone who says yeah? Eminem why do you and why do you why there's do you believe? There's a type of there's a type of white guy that only listens to Eminem. Yeah, and you know there's a reason why he only listens to Eminem. Okay, but also Eminem is the best. Do you listen to other rap? Yeah, I like uh, Machine Gun Kelly, <laughs> Mac Miller, the Beastie Boys. Just do your stand up bit. Do my stand up bit. <laughs> Thank you. Jo- Joe was being fucking like Leno for me yeah. just now. So Bobby, I heard, I heard you. I uh, heard you like uh, <laughs> rap. Uh, what, what kind of rap do you like? So oh. Bobby, I heard. I heard you. Uh, you. Uh, you're a fan of Abraham Lincoln. Oh yes, he was actually the 16th president of the United States, Matt. Yes. And Uh-oh, four Matt. score seven years ago, I got my dick sucked. Did you really? Yeah, that was how long ago it was. <laughs> Dude, four score and seven. That was like twenty some years ago. It was, I think, eighty. Four score, I eighty. Think a score yeah, is score is twenty. Yeah, so eighty-seven. Yikes! And apparently, he said it like that to sound archaic, Joseph. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he wanted. He was to trying to sound old-fashioned for by eighteen sixty-five standards. That's yeah. like when Bobby like begins his set by saying, "Hear ye, hear ye." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's like, oh my god, this guy fucking understands shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's where I say, uh, call all the women in the crowd dames, dames at the shows. Yeah. yeah. Hey, look Trollops. at this broad. <laughs> Tra- instead of sluts. Hey, because yeah. usually yeah. when I'm on stage, I go, what's up, sluts? And I oh, say, really? what's up, flappers? Ooh, flappers. Yeah. Do you really? No. You are Have too you. much. You are too much. Yeah. What's your, what's I'm your just favorite goofing. slang term for a woman, Joseph? The N-word. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Look at these uh, N-words over here, huh? <laughs> Why don't I take him back to my place? I would like to get pe- raped by a pack of N-words. Yeah. <laughs> Mel Gibson's on to something now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what did this guy know? Yeah. I remember watching that movie, The Patriot, as a little kid and being like, this is bullshit. What do you mean? You ever see that movie, The Patriot? I think it was when I was a kid, and I don't think I retained anything of it. It's, I, d- it's I remember the scene of the guy dying in Me- like the tent, right? Whoa, spoiler alert. I don't know if that's... Uh, maybe I don't remember yeah. enough about it. I just know that... Um, fucking Mel Gibson reluctantly enters the Revolutionary War. Yeah. And fucking, it's just, I don't know, it felt, even as a little boy, I'm like, I think this is propaganda. Am I watching propaganda? Which, for a little boy to have that thought means that it's not well done propaganda. Right. Well, what was the the propaganda? What was it about? I never even, I mean, I, I don't. Were they trying to convince you that people didn't want to join the American Revolution? Like, what is? No, no, it was rah rah America. That okay. was the, the movie was that for sure. But like, his son was a patriot, and it, his dad yeah. was more like, "We have to keep the peace." But then the British soldiers kill his son, mm. and he was like, it, "It's almost like you know John Wick, and his son is the dog." Oh uh, shit! And, and hear ye, hear ye! I'm thinking I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I mean, what Mel Gibson is he a good actor? I, don't no. know. I think so. I think I, uh, he's brave, good at acting brave. like he doesn't hate fucking yeah. Jewish people and want to <laughs> no, constantly well, kill he's women. Not. He's I think Braveheart's character. Yeah, I think Braveheart's undeniable. Why? 
It's a great movie. What, uh, what makes it great, though? It could be a gr- I think it's a great dumb movie. Yeah, wait, what makes it great, Matt? What stands out at you where you're like, this is a Matt? What makes it, what holds it up in that upper echelon of Fast and Furious and American Pie yeah, movies? Yeah, to, to get into my upper echelon, I mean, you know, he <laughs> rode the horse with the face paint. Okay. That's all it takes. That's, that <laughs> he, is pretty cool. He, um, his, his name is an uh, anagram because it's William Wallace. That's yeah. That's exciting. Yeah. Easy to comprehend. Exactly. Um, I thought What Women Want was funny. Did you really? What would you think, like? What women want? It, it's Matt though, so he only hears what women want, and it's like I what hope women. this guy gets out of here. I hope this guy leaves me alone. Why does it smell so bad? For in me, here? what women want? It's like I'm listening to. Them. They all want me yeah. to talk about pro wrestling. Ooh. Oh. Yeah, you just hear this. Pro- this guy probably is going to tell me about pro wrestling. Yeah. And then you do. Yeah. You're like I'm giving them what they want. Hey, you know what? Up? This is like a great podcast because like even if you don't like our opinion, you have to like my pets. See a dog. Yes. <laughs> Dude, imagine if every woman's thought is like I actually size really does matter. I want a big dick and the movie ends with me killing myself. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, don't even joke around like that, Bobby. Right, Finnegan. That could really happen yeah. someday though. Don't. Finnegan, I will never kill myself. Few. Unless the Patreon gets enough money. Don't right. say that too. That could happen. Are you doing the John McAfee? Yeah, <laughs> dude, that, I love John McAfee because, in in all likelihood, he got that tattoo because he's crazy. Well, the tattoo was "I will not." I kill will myself. never kill myself, and then he killed himself, and I'm like, or he did broke he? a promise. He did. That's the worst. That's the worst. That's I don't know. why there's so many conspiracy theories. Because the last thi- thing that they could believe. Is that someone would break a promise? Right. It's too <laughs> painful to think about, so they create this narrative about the Clintons instead. Mm. That's the only way. The idea that a man would like break a promise after he vowed to protect our laptops. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The antivirus guy. Who would have thought that's the guy that's insane? Also, he may have killed two people in South America. Did he? I would you kill somebody if you could? Uh, only if I could get away with it. I bet you would, though. If you can get damn, a- he would probably yeah. kill us, though. If you can get away with, yeah, that I sucks. would definitely kill one person on this podcast. Damn, right. it's probably gonna be me because I bully him. <laughs> but it's like it's so fu- it's so easy. It is easy. It's so right. fun. There needs to be like one butt of the. Di- we learned that. Like, if I if I learned anything from like a trio podcast, it's like one person needs to be constantly like bullied and harassed right. and yeah. possibly doxed. Joe does this on every podcast, and he's like, if there's one thing I've learned. Yeah. If there's one thing I've learned from all of my failed podcasts, it's that you should treat the co-host terribly. Why have I had so many failed podcasts? Joe not watching other podcasts. Just like, well, this is what I do on every podcast, so... I just, There's one I, thing I learned. You have yeah, to do it. I show up. I do the exact same thing, and I just hope for the best. I hope yeah. I strike gold this time. The definition of success is doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results. Consistency mm-hmm. pays off. It really is uh, consistency, though, because our numbers, they slowly get bigger every day. No, yeah. they don't. You know, we're not getting this. <laughs> Joe, they are. I oh, promise really? you they are. I, I hope yeah, you're right. Yeah, people love us, Joe. Oh, you do you mean it? Yeah. Oh, phew. Mm-hmm. I feel like a great weight has been lifted People off my chest. People love Joe, Matt, and Bobby, not necessarily in that order. Right. Yeah. And not necessarily all three at once. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh-oh, how does that make you feel? Scared? Mm, I'm, I'm, I'm just happy to be part of the ride, you know? Yeah, nice it's in, so far up to this point, like, we don't have um, a huge following. We don't have no following. Mm-hmm. And there hasn't been, like, usually a three-person podcast, like, you get the fans picking their favorites. And we Ooh. haven't really had a lot of that yet. Mm-hmm. Not yet. Maybe yeah. someday. We'll see. Maybe during the... Best of uh, locker room talk, hunk review, where it's like, 
Who, who do you have a crush on? We should leave shirtless pics of ourselves in the Discord. Ooh. Nice. That'd be funny. Yeah. That's a bad idea. Under Why? We should create a sexy men channel. Mm. Nah. Because it's just going to be occupied by one person. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be monopolized. The conversation will be monopolized by one person. By me, because I'm, the only, because I'm the only sexy man. So I would oh. monopolize it. Matt, I'm insulted, but also I'm happy you have such high self-esteem. <laughs> Classic map. I'm Marinade. just trying to hop on the bomb you guys laid there. Why, dude? It's not <laughs> a fucking bomb. Matt, you can't waltz into our yeah, podcast, dude. call yourself the hottest one, and then claim that Joe and I yeah. are bombing. Yeah, he makes just because fun. what we we're saying is making no sense. We make fun of Matt's ex-girlfriend, and he's like, "Hey, you guys are fucking bombing." <laughs> Don't no. ever, don't keep her name out of your mouth. I didn't mean don't bomb. Make, <laughs> I didn't. I, I had not, to. I had wow, to, Matt. I did relax. not. I did not mean bomb as in the joke was bombing. I mean bomb as in what will result Ooh. from what you guys are saying. Ah, I see. <laughs> well, this has turned into Oops. quite the inside baseball situation. Let's get a little topical. What yeah. You, what have you guys been following in the news? Nothing, dude. What happened? No, nah, I don't know either. Uh, really? Come on, dude. That's and I don't have like an you. excuse. My work is pretty slow, but I just been. I've been heavily browsing Reddit. Like, what yeah. have you found on Reddit? Big uh, ass well, titty. Uh, there's a new I don't know if you guys have heard what's been happening with Joe Biden. Ooh, Joe Biden? What happened? I don't know. Did I he just, die? I was hoping one of you guys would he say He let a bunch of weed guys out of prison. Really? Yeah. Oh, I did hey, see that. Hey, man. Go on, get out of here. Yeah. That's what I, I like wonder to... if Corn Pop I got released. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, get out. You're free now, Corn Pop. That is my favorite thing to do, just be like, um, oh, yeah, I don't know if you guys heard that thing about Joe Biden, and then someone oh. said something, and I get to pretend that that was the thing that yeah. I was paying. I was like, yeah, I was following the news, too. Did yeah, I do that with stuff all the time. Did you just do that right now? Yeah, 100%. <laughs> um, I actually did see that. A friend of mine sent me that headline. But in general, that's a great way to seem like you're informed. Just, like, bring up a person mm -hmm. or a thing mm -hmm. that's very vague and then let somebody else continue it and then just be like, yeah. And then you they'll have think to have a general because I could be like, did you hear what Richard Nixon did? Mm. And everyone's like, he's dead. And I'm like, right, yeah, you can't do that. that. But if you just say, like, you hear what the Democrats are doing, or do you hear about Trump, mm. you hear about the Republicans. It's like a Rorschach test, yeah. too. Because then whatever they say, you just learn about them. Yeah. And then you mm. could just go along whatever it is, and they'll think that you brought up something. Interesting. Yeah. Matthew. I'm a, a psychopath. A yeah. jack of all <laughs> trades. Matt is actually writing the sequel to How to Make Friends and Influence People. But yeah. It's How to Get Spots and Manipulate People. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> hey. I would read that fucking book, dude. That isn't so. Biden released a bunch of weed people, but his like administration was putting people in like firing people for weed like in the, in the first year of his term. Really? Yeah. Hell they yeah, were, dude. They were like White House employees who had been there during. Like, remember when Trump uh, years, Remember yeah. when Cal Penn uh, was working on the White House administration with um, what, what's his name with Obama? Uh, Obama, yeah. And then he uh, got kicked out because uh, of Harold and Kumar go to yeah. White Castle. Joe, Joe Biden, Biden like, saw it. He just watched Harold and, and Kumar go to White Castle. He's like, "Hey, that's that brown guy working out there, man. He's getting high as a high as a goddamn kite. Get him out of here." First of all, great Joe Biden impression. Thanks, yeah. dude. Uh, what does he sound like? I don't. I'm just confused. Yeah, it is weird. It, it is weird. Man. I've been seeing a lot of like. Hashtag dark Brandon, like rah rah Joe Biden. Like, really? he's just like the there's like an SNL sketch of like he's just a good guy caught in a crazy world. Like, within two years, like, I'm not like really political, but just like seeing the conversations about Joe Biden, it was all like this guy's old and doesn't know what's going on and sucks. And w all of a sudden, 
an election's coming up, and now it's like he's actually been a great guy this whole time. Yeah. Really? Who's doing Joe Biden now on SNL? I don't even remember. I don't. I don't know. Any so of the I don't people. know anything about like the recent SNL skit, but I know like hashtag like SNL sucks or whatever was like trending. Yeah. So well, so yeah, people. Was it because Shane Gillis, Gilly, and Keeves came out with their? They came out with a new like sketch show, like an hour that they're selling on the website. Should we buy it? Um, I, I probably will, so Let's I haven't it. yet, but yeah, it's very, I, I would, I've seen some of the, I've um, seen some I'll of definitely pirate it in some way. Really? Yeah. yeah. Interesting. I want to support comics yeah. by making sure I pirate all their new stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that may have been why people are doing hashtag SNL sucks because the guy who SNL fired without ever letting do a show is doing way better sketches than anything SNL has. You know, our, uh, mutual friend, Mark, may he live forever. May he live forever. He uh, he was telling me he was at a open mic in Brooklyn. No, yes, New York. Really? And <laughs> I thought it was the king of uh, New Jersey. What's he doing? Well, sometimes the king has to make diplomatic visits. Right. All right. So and he's in Brooklyn looking for a little boy toy. He's looking right. for a little boy toy in Brooklyn, but on the way he goes to an open mic. Ooh. And uh, uh, apparently, the like someone brought up Shane Gillis or whatever, and every woke comic at this mic is like. Is he still around? Like, what is he doing? Meanwhile, like, outside of that bubble, he's, like, the biggest thing happening. Yeah. He's, he's bigger than Christ. He's, he's got, like, six million. the Beatles. Six million views on his YouTube special. Yeah. More, like, every fucking Holocaust person in the Holocaust would have had to watch the special. <laughs> so they would have at least died with a fucking smile on their face. <laughs> Wouldn't that be sick? That would be beautiful, dude. How yeah. many people do you think actually died in the Holocaust, though? Um... You know, I did read that the number is five to six million, but if you say that, people will even get a little nervous. Why? How many do you think? Have? Well, because people, the number that people Someone think Someone said six million. I'm like, actually, it was 5.2. Five, five, <laughs> five to six. Let's I relax. honestly think it was probably like 6,000 to 60,000. Okay. I don't think any more than that, truly. 6,000. That's like two 9-11s. They could still get a That's still a lot. That, That's right? still a huge yeah. number. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's yeah. a lot. That's a lot. Yeah. That's a, like a girl trying to convince you your dick's not small. That's a huge oh, honey, number. 6,000 people's a lot of people. You, you don't have to be 6 million. 6 mm. million is just a unrealistic expectation yeah. that the Zionist media puts yeah. upon you. Could easily yeah. be six thousand. I love six thousand. You get Israel for six thousand. Yeah, baby. that's not. You just had a big black Holocaust. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're opening that up right next to big black pussycat yeah. in the city. <laughs> um, actually, I went to a Holocaust museum in Israel. I don't find any of this funny. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, right. You, that nah, would be, I'm goofing. It's yeah, hilarious. He's uh, goofing. Fun. Imagine everybody, every locker room talk listener just held their breath. Yeah. Like, oh no, Matthew. He's turned against everything he once believed in. The uh, uh, comedy fight club with parameters would be very funny. What? So it? we all came came here to laugh and have fun. So no one's gonna get offended as long as it doesn't go against the state of Israel. Am I right? Yeah. Everyone's just like <laughs> slowly clapping. Yeah. It's the fucking worst person to be is a guy that like they always preface it with. Now usually I like to joke around and uh, have a nice time, but this one thing that affects me. Hey, look, me, I I have a good sense of humor. No, you don't. You just I have, don't. I have Whoa. a good sense of humor, but there's just some things you shouldn't joke about. The things that have personally affected me that I'm sensitive about. Yeah, what's wrong with that? What have you ever been like offended at a comedy show, Bobby no. or Matt? I mean, come on. No. No, come offended on. is not the word. I've had times where I wasn't. Uh, I've been offended by who gets a spot at a that, comedy show. There you show. go. Yeah. That's <laughs> I've been offended with. I've been offended by who's doing well on certain shows. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who's um, the most no, disgusting comic that? Like, shouldn't have done well, but did well. Mm. Let's save that for the Patreon. Ooh. Uh, no. Which um, we're recording on another day. Yeah. Right. 
Um, no, I haven't ever been offended by a joke in the shower. I, I think I've said it on the podcast before. There's, um, there was someone doing suicide jokes the day after a friend of mine committed suicide, and the jokes just it wasn't fully fleshed out, and it wasn't that good. And it was just the premise was just uh, being glad people commit suicide because it's the weak weeding themselves no. out. But Matt, and your friend killed himself. Yeah, so I just They're saying that your friend was weak. <laughs> that doesn't sound like a nice thing to say at all. Yeah. So I just went to the bathroom during the set. <laughs> you went to his bathroom, dried your tears. I cried in the bathroom. <laughs> looked, no, I just looked like, in the mirror, gave yourself a little prep talk. Yeah. He came out. Everyone was like, Matt, what happened? Yeah. Were you crying in there? And you were like, no. Yeah, I'm having like a little allergic reaction. I who's just got who's something next? in my eye? Yeah. Who's is that? The creek in the cave? No, it was at the sand. Ooh. It was back when the old sand was doing open mics. Damn. The creek in the cave is great because they always had pinball machines and always made me think of the accused. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. Did you ever get laid at the creek in the cave? No, never. I at wasn't the cool creek enough. or? Yeah. Well, oh, like like from somebody you met at the yeah. creek. Um, no, I never hooked up with the comics. So. Ooh. Um. But no, I, yeah, like offended is not the word because I was just like, I know they don't mean this. It right. just is making me sad in this moment. Right, so right. I'm going to leave the room and then come back later. You didn't mm. stop the show? Didn't say anything to the person afterward mm. either. Sounds or like anything. you should have stopped the show. Man. I should have yeah. interrupted and blogged about it stop later. Stop the show. Yeah. Stop. <laughs> he has yeah. like a fucking snot bubble coming out yeah. of his nose. Whenever someone says like they're preemptive, I was offended where they're like, you, I have a great sense of humor. I want to be like, tell me a joke. Yeah. Bobby. Tell me a tell me a funny joke. You yeah. would not. And I would, Joe. Whoa! I swear to God, I would. Really? I don't know. You're out of control. I just don't give those people oxygen because they're not interesting. Really? Yeah. yeah. Are you I kidding me? I swear to God, Joe. Jeez Louise! What would you like to talk about? I don't know anything. Who's somebody that um, uh, you said a comedian that made it that you don't think should have? That you're yeah. offended that they made it? Who's yeah. yours? You must have been thinking about someone when you said that. A couple that. of women come to mind. Yeah. A couple of women. A handful of trans. Handful Some POCs. Ooh, okay. Whereas the white man with a real message mm. gets held down. Mm -hmm. Right. The white man just trying to speak the truth. Yeah. Dennis Leary. He's May trying he to speak Bill. Peace. He's trying to speak, speak Bill Hicks truth, but it's still the truth. Dude, I was at a backstage at a show, if you Ooh. can believe it, and there was a comic telling me uh, this amazing he was retelling me a bit which is always great oh it's it always great when a comic does that yeah he's like i don't know if you heard this on stage but let me reiterate it for yeah, you so yeah. he was telling me this great bill hicks joke and oh, i God. i was like right about to go on stage so i just didn't want to create a weird energy so i'm just standing there nodding uh smiling as if i don't hate bill hicks yeah you know what i mean i'm like oh oh yeah oh so your team dennis leary yeah oh yeah <laughs> that's <laughs> Yeah, I just love Dennis Leary so much, and I can't handle the fact that Bill Hicks did all his jokes first. Yeah, damn. No way, Jose. Oh, you gotta I'm choose. The only, so I'm the only member of locker room talk is that who fun, is that likes like Bill Hicks. <laughs> damn, I, that is true. Yeah. So uh, you go up on stage, and all of a sudden, like you're just doing a couple of Bill Hicks bits because it subconsciously was in your mind. You didn't even think about. It. You're like, God damn it, guys. If you see uh, a picture, a moving picture of me on the internet, yeah. And I'm doing Bill Hicks material. That is exactly what happened. Mm. Actually, it was in front of 30 people. That's a huge turnout. And it was a uh, before a sketch show. Sketch so comedy. I was, I was doing warm up. Who was mm. the Who was the sketch? Was it Mr. Show? Yes, it was. Wow. It was uh, Bob Odenkirk 30 years ago. That's huge, mm. Bobby. Congratulations, it was dude. Very cool. Mm. Yeah. I did. Uh, That's wonderful. I've done stand up on a show that was like half stand up, half improv. That's so a bad, it's so a bad tough. idea. So tough. Um, well, because either I feel like anytime those shows happen, the stand-ups 
either they do well and it's a good crowd or it's a bad crowd and no one does well. Mm. I've never seen it where the improv people do well and the stand-up people don't. Mm-hmm. Um, either the stand-up people do well and sometimes it's just a good enough crowd, everyone does well. Yeah. But most of the time it's the stand-ups do well and the improv people have some pops. Mm-hmm. Um, Depends or on every- the improv. Or like one person in the improv team like stands out. Yeah, that happens actually too. funny. Yeah. Like they yeah. get tagged in and everyone's like, "Oh, finally, yeah, some I, relief." I saw. I, I was on a, one of a show like that one time, and there was an improv group where the punchline was like, uh, "You're being a bitch," Ooh. and it got like uh, I forget the context, but it was like a funny thing to say, uh-huh. and then people clapped, and then the next scene started, and uh, it's like a doctor, and he's holding uh, a bulletin board, and he says, uh, "You know, the B word is problematic." Oh, mercy. And she's like, oh, well, yeah, I know. And then they uh, they talked about, like, how they both try to be progressive. And I guess at, at some point it, it What kind of doctor was he? That sounds, like, what awful. Kind of d- what kind like, of doctor is prescribing, like, microaggressions? <laughs> that guy sounds awful. And even a master storyteller such as Bobbert wasn't able to fucking squeeze the humor out of that. Mm-hmm. And that just goes to show you how awful improv is. I just like the idea of someone who's trying to be professionally funny will say the sentence, the B word is problematic. Yeah. Unless he's setting himself up to be the butt of the joke. Nope. Yeah. He was making sure the audience, uh, who just got done laughing yes. at the B word, Yeah. he wanted to make sure they felt safe. Oh, and included. I bet that guy raped someone. What's he his has name? To have, dude. What's his name? Oh, it was Aaron Glazer. No, it wasn't, but Aaron it might as well have been. Watch it, Aaron. That, you better knock nice it off. That's a nice new slur for fucking improv people. It's called call them, them Glazer. Watch it, Glazer. <laughs> you look like a few UCBs over there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Watch your drinks, ladies. Yeah. But you know what? A lot of edgelord comedians rape women, too. Mm. Like who? I don't, know, I don't have a specific example in mind, but I mm. imagine some do. Oh, you can't say that if you don't know. I mean, I like to make generalizations. This is a podcast of generalizations. <laughs> yeah, everything Joe says is 100% accurate. Well, Why ra- can't you be truthful too, Bobby? You can at least like follow my train of thought when mm. I'm saying these things. I don't think anybody who says the word problematic when talking about jokes is ever that funny. Mm. I think anyone who says problematic has probably raped somebody. Yeah. I think anybody who says problematic is problematic. Yeah. But you just said problematic. Uh-oh. Oh, my God, Matthew. Joe, who are three comedians you know have personally sexually assaulted somebody? That I know? Mm-hmm. Well, one was Dennis Leary okay. in you the hotel room. You personally ah. know Dennis in, Leary? In front of Jim Jeffries. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, we're not supposed to say that? We tiptoed around it last episode, but now. That's now. what you get when you listen to Locker Room Talk. You locker get the Room in- Talk Army, you know what to do. Mongoloid Empire. Ask Dennis Leary if you rape someone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. And he's like, I'm an asshole. Sometimes I rape an unconsenting adult. And then I act like it's not my fault. I'm a rapist. He's a rapist. What a rape. We don't know anything. It's ironic that the woman in that hotel room wanted someone to rescue me. Whoa. Did you ever watch that show, though? A little bit. Was it good? It was okay. What am I I going to have for dinner? Sort of. (laughs) 
Because I'm already thinking I'm going to watch a little Rescue Me, but what am I going to yeah. eat with Rescue Me? Hey, but me? Joe, this is our moment. This is our Hannibal Burris calling out Bill Cosby moment. Locker no, Room not. Talk's about to blow up. No, it's not. Wouldn't that be wild if we did, though? If Locker, if th- that's the thing that got and us it's attention. like It's like and Jim we... Jeffries told us. Like, we try, we're like, we're going to get in trouble. <laughs> and it's like, I don't A fucking comedian higher up on the fucking thing told me, dude. Yeah. Like, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just recounting what I said. And he was like, hey, mate, it was, it was Dennis Leary, but you didn't hear it from me. Wink. Oh, I betrayed a friend, a dear yeah. friend. Mm. What's Jim wrong, Jeffries Bobby? Rules. Old Jim Jeffries is very funny. Wh- when do you think really he does. turned? When he got the show. When he got the show. Then he just became fucking Australian John Stewart. Yeah. We're not J- Australian John no, Stewart. No, John St- Australian, Australian John Trevor Oliver Noah. or yeah. Trevor Noah. Yeah. John Oliver was good at first also, I felt. Whatever. What happened? In it? But Trevor Noah was never good. Um, he's a good stand-up. I like a stand-up. What, what was when he like? talks about like? Oh, being I'm from, from South, South Africa. Yeah, I, I used to be a slave. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> I was in. I was a part of Triangle Trade. Che- I was born a crime. He's a he's a uh, he's a cheeky lass when he talks about like, really? himself. But like, he, it's just sort of like I could see all. I also think I might be too old for it. Like I imagine there's a there's a a world in which I'm 19 watching Trevor Noah. Uh, Daily Show for the first time, and I'm like, oh wow, he's really giving it to those republicards. But then, like, but I'm just too. I'm like, well, I know so all when this. they Even like, like there was the big thing, like the meeting of the minds, Trevor Noah versus Tommy Lauren, and I'm like, I know nothing about politics, and I feel like I could hang here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it, <when laughs> like, you don't feel like he would take him apart, and like he doesn't have like the same teeth that John Stewart did, and like when you watch like John, like the Daily Show with John Stewart, like you also had. Stephen Colbert and yeah. Samantha Bee and you know Steve Carell for a wow. minute. Yeah, a lot of white people, Joe. Yeah, but Yikes. like they 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 were remember who Michael who Che was even there. Yeah, who who was on the uh, who's on the Daily Show now that you can point? We had Ed Helms on the early Daily Show. Yeah, um, who do we have now? Fucking who was the Rob Corddry back in the day was really good. He was on the uh, OG Daily. Yeah, like we had stars that went on to do other things, but. Who who's moved on from the Daily Show? Michael che, Michael Che was on. He only did a couple of but segments. Was he doing though. like the Daily Samantha, Show with John Stewart? Samantha B. No, but I'm saying like oh now of the fr- new people that have yeah. come on under Trevor Noah. Yeah, who stands out as like an additional correspondent? I don't know. No one, because the show fucking sucks now. Some people think that he got fired or Trevor was like Noah? asked to leave. There were people. Oh really? I heard it was the opposite. I heard he was leaving and everyone was kind of like they were like. He chose to leave, and they didn't want him to. So he definitely like announced that he's choosing to leave. But I've seen some stuff where it's like mm. viewership down by over thirty-seven percent since John Stewart left. It's like, yeah. well, it was weird that they kept him around for this long. I did like um, Larry he- Wilmore's show for when really? that was on the nightly show. I thought that oh, was cool. Pretty good. A fucking educated smug black guy. <laughs> of any of hey, any I of the- let me let me put the fucking. Let me let me let me push my fucking glasses up over my nose and explain how racism is bad. It's like, <laughs> oh fuck, racism. Is, yeah, I get it. It's bad. Of, of it's bad to own a black person now. <laughs> yeah, cigarettes are bad too. But. I'm saying of any of the um, post uh, John Stewart, Stephen Colbert political comedy shows on Comedy Central, I think Larry Wilmore was the one I would least hate watching. Hmm. I don't know. I feel like I'm too old for it. You know, same thing with like. Uh, well, I mean, I wouldn't go out of my way to watch it either. Yeah. Well, you can't just um, get your education. Well, like, there's so many alternatives now. Because there's also a there's a lot of guys like um like yeah Trevor Noah. I feel like I would like outside of the stuff he did with mm-hmm. the Daily Show. More really? So. Yeah. Um, Larry Wilmore was somebody who I watched, and I was like, I genuinely like him on this show. Like, I would see him guest on other shows, and I'm like, I'll watch this because I think Larry Wilmore is funny. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but uh, he also wrote the like first few seasons of um, The Office, I think. Did he do the Bernie Mac show too? I think Ooh. he did. He yeah. was like a producer on that as well. Yeah. And I, Bernie Mac, I think is one of the most underrated comics More ever. Like we'll do more. That guy never stops working. <laughs> Bobby, you are too much. But yeah, Bernie Mac uh, doesn't get talked about enough. But he's like w- made one of the funniest comics of all time. Mm. You're, he also wasn't afraid. Just like Eminem, he wasn't scared of any motherfuckers. That was beautiful. Yeah, that's like a crossover of my two favorite things: <laughs> stand-up comedy, music. Yeah. Also, Mister Three Thousand is a great movie. Bernie Mac is a baseball player. This is the first I'm hearing of it. Yeah, Mr. Three. Uh, yeah, it was like, what was it? He was like batting a perfect uh, season or something. No, he was. Um, he had three. Th- he was as a player. He was always very selfish. Only ever thought about his stats, and then oh, he yeah. gets three thousand hits, and that's a big number. So he retires midway through the season. He's like, I got mine. I don't care if the team's gonna win or not. And then four or five years later, he's like 50 years old. He's retired. He's, his whole business is, I'm Mr. 3000. I sell these advertising car commercials and all this stuff. And then someone, one of these stat nerds, finds that they counted one of his games twice. And he actually only has 2,997 hits. So he comes out of retirement to play again. But he's still the same selfish guy. So he ends up learning how to be a good teammate. Aww. Uh I, in can his I, quest to return and get 3,000 Can, can I guess how this fucking thing ends? Okay. He he gives up an opportunity to hit a home run and win to somehow benefit the team. He uh, <laughs> has 2,999 hits, and instead of going for the hit, he bunts and helps the team win. And uh, then he becomes Mr. 2,999, and uh, everyone loves him. He had, yeah. So it's a happy ending. But yeah, Joan, you nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> and so it just felt for I was like, all right, that it's one of those mind, greater fucking yeah, experiences. I don't mind if a movie's predictable if it's like fun. How how funny would I it be? I kinda hate when a movie tries to be so mm-hmm. like, we're gonna go the direction that you don't think it's gonna go. And I'm like, if you had just ended it like that, I would have liked your movie a lot better. It would have been even better if he did that and then it turned out that the nerd did miscount. Yeah. And he actually just got three thousand and you know, and he's but he still learned yeah. how to be a good team member. Yeah, they could have done and that every, also. And then like it just basically has like all of his restaurants have like an extra like a two instead of three thousand. Yeah. So he's like Mister Three Thousand and Two. Mm. Wow, I just made like a much better fucking movie. Roberto Clemente yeah. died uh, with exactly three thousand hits yeah. because he got his three thousand hit and then was like traveling down to Puerto yeah. Rico to like bring food down there for like charity and the plane crashed. I just realized how they could do it too. Like they find out like he got a home run when he was like an amateur, but he still signed with Major League Baseball. Oh, so like as a that. professional baseball player, damn. Hey, everyone, get the. Joe Gorman, director's cut of Mr. <laughs> 3000. I think you're in for a surprise. Somebody fucking get the technology to CGI Bernie Mac's <laughs> face onto some fucking... <laughs> who is somebody else? Yeah. Jordan Peele. Yeah. Bring, get Jordan Peele to fucking help me direct this. Right. Damn, what a fucking great fucking alternative ending. Now I kind of want to watch it, but only my cut. Yeah. The <laughs> Gorman cut. The so Gorman it's like cut. right when he's about to fucking... After he bunts and like, you know, wins... I stop and I walk on screen. I explain like, but then it turned out there was a fuck up. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I'm sorry if I ruined the continuity of your favorite baseball movie. I don't think it's my favorite baseball. Sandlot. Sandlot. Sandlot's we love the one. Sandlot. Major here. League is also great. What about uh, that one where the kid breaks his arm and it heals? Rookie of the Year. 
Thomas Ian Nicholas, who later be- was the lead in the first American Pie we movie. We talked about this. That's yeah. right. Who eventually becomes relegated to like a side character. Yeah. Um, but yeah, a kid breaks his arm and can throw 90 miles an hour and pitches for the Chicago Cubs. What would you do with an arm that could throw a 90 per hour? I throw rocks at kids as hard as I could and kill them. I probably masturbate twice as fast. Yeah. Yeah. They, that'd be impressive. What's the What's the quickest you think you could go, completely soft to like hard to like derobed to coming? Think you'd do it all in less than a minute? Three minutes. Three minutes. I don't know if I could do it. In, I feel like there was a point in my life where I could have gotten it under a minute. Yeah. No way. Naked too. Wait, I'm going from fully clothed. Well, no, you, uh, as as naked as you need to be to, to yeah. come. Oh. I can't. I can't do the through the zipper thing, or even through the pocket of the underwear. I hate that. I have. That's to why I wear. I can't that's do why that. I wear track pants, baby. Ooh. Okay. I can yeah. masturbate whenever I need. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you have fucking uh, like uh, peel away pants. What are I've you never even tried. Does, uh, tear away. Tear yeah, away. Tear yeah. away. Like, oh, are you an athlete? No, I just yeah. never know <laughs> when I have yeah. to jack off in under <laughs> a minute. You I'm all ready to come? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, this is Bobby Sheen. He's been in the fucking leagues yeah. for, for three years now. Uh, <laughs> the biggest record is 59 seconds. Oh, yeah. The cheerleaders are coming out, yeah. but it looks like it's only distracting him. For some Uh-oh. reason, he needs to turn away from the cheerleaders in order to Bobby. close his eyes and concentrate on whatever it is that makes him come. Uh-oh. Bobby Sheehan stepping up to the plate now. He's He's got the record books on his mind here tonight. We could be witnessing history. Ladies and gentlemen, the Brooklyn Gushers! Standing at 5.3 inches tall. He's ready to drop a load. (laughs) Yeah, Sal, it looks like uh, Bobby's been jacking off since he was 12 years old. Originally to the Red Shoe Diaries on Showtime because his parents did not get HBO. That's right, Bill. A lot of people don't know, but the Red Shoe Diaries was softcore lesbian form for women that didn't know that they were lesbians yet. Interesting follow-to Bobby's got here. Looks like he's been working with a new jerking coach recently. Oh, he's trying to use the full hand, despite the fact that his penis is not big enough for that. Yeah. Ooh. Choking up on the bat a little bit, trying to get a better grip. Okay. It's all about batting balls here at the Jack Off Olympics. (laughs) You know, Joseph, I've never understood. How does a man walk with four balls? (laughs) (laughs) Up, 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 up. He's going to come. He's got up. He got a little too anxious again. It is far. It is come. <laughs> it's like a fucking. You uh, can't put it on the board. <laughs> yes. Oh, but it looks like the little girl in the front row did not put her raincoat on fast enough, and she is absolutely <laughs> blasted, Sal. You hate to see it. Looks like she'll be talking about this at therapy, huh? <laughs> they, got, they got the Bukaki cam. They Bobby go to audience comes. <laughs> Bobby comes. <laughs> Damn, dude, I'm going to be thinking about this later. We will see you tomorrow night. I'm just doing the most famous baseball calls of all time. I don't believe what I just saw. After I I, uh, dump my load, I walk out to the mound. The the screen turns black and white, and and I'm still shaking. And I go, tonight, I feel like the the luckiest Luckiest man man in the world. On the face of the earth. Number 69 is retired (laughs) in every stadium for you. (laughs) 
Ladies and gentlemen, please rise and put your pants to half mass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, jerking off to me really is a sport. Yeah. Because I used to be really good at it when I was younger, but now I only do it once a week. Right. I am significantly less horny. Why? Are you horny, Joe? You're a little older than yeah, me. Yeah, don't worry about what I'm like. It was <laughs> <laughs> like, God forbid, God forbid we get uh, too personal about Joe's life. Right. No, I don't get horny anymore. No? No. You just, you just make love to your gumar out of uh, obligation? Yeah, then to procreate. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well... You're, so basically, you don't see sex for pleasure. You see it as practice for when eventually you're going to um, not become, but continue to be a father. Yes. Yeah. Because mm. you all know Joe has three kids? Four. Four? Mm. Oh, my God. Did you have one since last time uh-huh. we had this conversation? Yeah, I found out about one. Matt, how often do you jack off? Um, I think you got to say probably daily. Nice. Really? Or nice. every, every couple days, maybe. Okay. Um, I'm not sure. Sometimes I'll do it where I'm just, like, bored. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of the time it's a it's thing like, to do, do sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but I've never done the through the zipper or through the un- like. Feels like a waste of a jerk off. Ooh, like it's not going to be as enjoyable. Treat yourself. So yeah. Why would I do it? Why are you in a hurry? Yeah. Have you ever jerked off before work? Yes. All the time. Yeah. Really? Oh yeah, I have. I'm not a morning jerker. You have, I have to be before. sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> I've jer- you ever I'm a midnight jerker. Have we talked about Some jerking off? Jerking off at work? Any of you guys jerked off at work before? Um, I mysteriously have not. Mysteriously, yeah. miraculously. I'm gonna say no. You're gonna really say. N- have you? <laughs> no, I haven't. He's going to say no, folks. Yeah. I have before. Are you? Are you waiting to hear what the Statue of Liberty? Statue of Liberty. Statue Statue of Libertation. Give me your horny, your fucking boner induced, your huddled masses longing to come. What do you think's in that torch she's holding up? Yeah. It's a giant dildo. Yeah. It's a giant ass plug. Yeah. <laughs> I'm no Joe, you've jerked off at work before. I've jerked off at an office before, yeah. and I've jerked off at a, a coffee shop. Yeah, I, 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 I've jerked off in public bathrooms before. Outside of adolescence, That's I wild. haven't. And adolescence, just because I was so horny. But like once, once I lose that amount of horniness, yeah. The the oh, sort of been, shame I feel. Yeah. Like I feel like people can tell by that I look. If I walk outside uh, within a half hour, I'm like they could fucking tell. They this guy, tell. this guy looks like he jerks off. It's yeah. been a while. I would say like early twenties. Mm-hmm. I did it. I remember when I worked at Starbucks. I uh, there was one time there was a customer who was just so fucking hot. Uh-huh. I literally like went to the bathroom That's after she left and jerked off. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. yeah, you had a little fucking frothy cappuccino. Yeah, yeah. Can you imagine if that? I put woman some knew? extra foam on the cappuccino. <laughs> there was this. Very hot woman at the tiny cupboard show I went to. Ooh. And she was so attractive that I was like, I wanted to, I, whenever people were laughing, mm. I wanted to look, you know, you want to see a, a hot woman laugh. Yeah. So, well, I mean, Joe probably prefers tears, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> for me, that's really attractive. Uh-huh. No, um, he usually smothers her with the pillow so he doesn't have to see it. There you go. Matthew, but maybe. But anyway. <laughs> So I uh, finish your story. I well, I was just so annoyed by how bad the comedians were because I was missing opportunities to see a hot woman laugh. Ooh. Yeah, like I was like, because I saw her sit down. I'm like, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna look at her laugh, yeah. and then fucking just one dud after another. I'm like, well, I, I guess this isn't my night. Yeah, because uh, you wanted to see her fucking titties jiggle when she had a belly laugh. Yeah, that's nice, but also just like the face of oh, uh, attractive up. woman makes. When mm. No, I, I'm actually attracted to women's faces too. No, you're not. I'm. I hate to sound like a simp, but I love women's faces. You, you as think well. of a woman's face as a blank canvas in which yeah. you're 
fist their brushes. But you also care like, about their opinions, too. Let's not get crazy. Okay. Do you really? Mm. I mean, if their opinions are like, Bobby, you're so funny. Bobby, you're so smart. Oh, my God. I can't believe how creative you are. How you're the best guy on your podcast. Mm. You know, stuff like that. Stuff you make your Gumar say every night. Yeah. In order to fucking be let into the house. Yeah. You know the routine. What's the password? <laughs> you're the funniest guy on the <laughs> podcast. You're a funny comedian. You're really cool. No downside. Mm. Ah, mercy, mercy, mercy. Amber is the color of your energy. Thank you. Mm. Yeah. Oh, was there? I did see Ashley Biden was trending on Twitter. I don't Ooh, know who's that Ashley is. Biden. Uh, his uh, Joe Biden's daughter. Another. I started looking Ooh. up some of the tweets and then decided I didn't want to look any further into it. Okay. That's how I handle most news stories. Do you think she was like molested by Joe Biden? Oh, so the thing that I saw people tweeting about was that she said like her diary was released and apparently like she said Joe Biden took showers with her till like uh, too late of an age. I don't know anything about. I don't know like f- I like never showered. Feel free dad. to feel free to like fact check me any listener. I don't know what I'm talking about. Thing, like, I just saw some people on Twitter tweeting about Ashley Biden. That's what I saw, and then didn't look any more into it. So yeah. I have no idea what Matt, the validity. Thank to you any for of being this the is. journalist on the show. It is confirmed. Joe Biden, child molester. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, the like I'm an only child. I guess I don't get this. But even like. When I first learned that siblings take baths together, I'm like, are all parents pedophiles? No, it's it's different with family. Yeah. It creeps me out. My dad, That's you're an only I remember child. So when I was so, yeah. yeah, if I had a brother, yeah. I would have showered with him. Probably. Maybe more, huh? Yeah. We would uh, definitely like, be take like a bath. A together. bath, yeah. We'd be in the bath together. It, is, is time so precious that you can't do like two separate baths so you don't actually. No, it's like a fun. It's a thing to do as a family. And, like, honestly, it does conserve water if you're on, like, a tight budget. Yeah, if you live in California. Yeah. And also, I feel like it's your parents and you're dealing with shit all the time. It's like, fucking, let's get two in one. Yeah. I don't know. And also, I was too old. Like, when did you... when did you stop showering or taking a bath with Jake, Matt? Was it like 13, it like, 14? No, it, it was pretty young. Like, five or six may have been the last time. Six. Six, you're, like, walking around. You're, like, wearing pants and saying, good morning, teacher. I remember. Like I have look at your yeah. brother's dick and balls and, and watch him, like, soap up his hand and, and crevice the little head of his tiny little. I didn't little take showers until, like, I was, like, closer to maybe, like, 10 or 11. You never took a shower? No, I would t- I would bathe. I would take oh, baths. Okay. I was a bath Not like boy. now, Matt. Right. I remember my dad. I have early memories of being in the shower with my dad, Ooh. but that was just like him teaching me how to take a shower. Yeah, that's. I think we've all had like one or two, but it wasn't like a regular thing. Yeah, it wasn't like dad was like, "Shower time." Yeah, was like, <laughs> I've, I've, I have no memories of me being naked with my parents with water. Yeah, right. You were just like a fucking untouched. You probably, I have, like, I have you probably weren't even like held as a baby, and that's why <laughs> yeah. you're so fucking weird too. Yeah. <laughs> and that's why you have like such a strong relationship to. Abraham Lincoln, right. some guy who lived like 200 fucking years ago. He's my daddy. Yeah, he, he he's you feel like you have a better chance of being coddled by Abraham yeah. Lincoln. Than it being is held by your. It own is family. interesting that Bobby doesn't have any of those because I have memories of being naked and wet with your parents. Yeah. Yeah. Oh God. Recently. Recently. Yeah. See, it's a joke about fucking my mom, but also my dad. Whoa! Right. Hey, come on now. Let's relax. Beautiful. Sometimes you got to take the good with the bad. Yeah. Whoa! That, hey. You get the facts of life. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I had to accept your mom so I could fuck your dad. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like you could teach your son how to shower without you yourself being in the shower with your clothes off. I mean, maybe, but why Why take that risk? Uh, but, well, to be fair, all men were 
uh, pedophiles until like five years ago. Really? What happened? Yeah, you know, I don't know. People were like, hey, guys, stop being pedophiles. And like everybody got on board real quick except for Woody Allen. Uh, wh- I mean? Why should I stop being a pedophile? <laughs> I'm going to miss you guys. What's happening? I'm moving back to California. Oh, you're going, going back, back? Matt is playing fucking footsie with me, a little yeah. Yeah. goofball. <laughs> that's how he establishes dominance on a podcast. Yeah, that's how I make sure Joe doesn't move to California. Yeah, too there late, go. I'm gone. But you're going to be, um, well, I guess by the time folks hear this episode, you'll have already returned from Baltimore. Yeah, by the time you, by the time you listen to this podcast, it's already too late. Mm-hmm. I'll be dead. I'm yeah. sorry. Some hoodlum asked... Yeah. Uh, uh, Joe, a specific question about Baltimore hip hop. Actually, you and know he what? Didn't know, if it, so they executed him. Yeah, since we're releasing this on Sunday, it's like if you're watching this, I've died of a drug overdose at a Baltimore hotel. Mm-hmm. He took a fentanyl gummy by mistake. He yeah, <laughs> fentanyl gummy. That'd be sick. Yeah. What's your favorite? Yeah. Halloween. Oh, everything, yeah, everything's fentanyl. You think fentanyl people based. are gonna be lacing candy with fentanyl at Halloween? No, no one's gonna I fucking will. nothing. Does, nobody does anything on Halloween, dude. Wasn't there was something with like putting razor blades in candies? A while that was ago. like in the eighties. That was yeah. like a rumor, but it never happened. It was kind of tied in with the Satanic Panic, right? Yeah. Well, it was just like, how the fuck would you fucking take out like a? How would you hide a razor blade in that? Also, I feel like if you like chew on a razor blade, you're gonna like cut your lip and. And now your lips cut. You yeah. know what I mean? Like people, like, act, people act like it explodes in your mouth. Or like they swallow it whole and it like fucking they like sh- and when they shit it out, like their entire intestines and yeah. their organs are all it's, chopped up. It's, yeah, like a fucking uh, like a dicer. Yeah, like they swallow Zorro. it and it just like as it goes down, it just chops everything up and then you take oh, I gotta take a shit and then they just shit out all of their organs. All of your organs, yeah. dude. All, all of your of organs, all of your blood. Damn. <laughs> Marron. Yeah, it's just weird. It's just almost uh, narcissism that I think parents have where they're like, people just want to fucking kill my kids. I know it. It's like, mm. come on, dude. Look Nobody at wants kid. to kill. Like, maybe they'd rape your kid, but they'd let him go. They yeah. wouldn't yeah. fucking kill him. Yeah, catch and release, if you yeah. will. Yeah. yeah, I don't get what they're so worried about. Uh, well, they'll, they'll traumatize your kid forever, but they won't kill your kid. They'll stick you with thousands upon thousands of dollars of therapy. But the, yeah. the, the, the razor blades or poison and candy or whatever, like, I get that there's people out there that want to harm children. But, like, don't they want to see it? Yeah. You know what I mean? Have a little respect. Don't they want to? Because all you're getting out of is, like, the idea that maybe uh-huh. someone I don't know. I kind of love doing that with pranks. Mm. Like, I love, like, setting seeds and doing pranks that I never end up being there for. And sometimes Aww. they never end up being, like found out okay but just like sowing seeds that then later on could yeah the mark of a great man is planting a seed for a tree he'll never live to see exactly so actually these uh people who put razor blades in candy are actually great men Uh, but no i've done that before with them we talked uh, i don't know if we talked about it or not when uh me and uh Ben, my roommate, soon to be former roommate, actually. Where, where are you going to find out. a new play, a new roommate? Yeah, Anthony Passaretti's moving in. Oh yikes, yeah. Mamma Mia! Um, but me and Ben were playing chess one of the first nights that we were living together. Powerful and, stuff. And um, and he killed me. Oh my um, god! He played like in chess club in oh, high school and whatever. Shit. Did you start as the black pieces? I don't remember. Did you have anal beads telling you the correct answers? No. Oh, yeah, there is that. Uh, Beautiful. Have you heard about this? No, what's this? There's like a. Well, first, let me finish. It. We'll talk uh, the chess cheating controversy. But, um, yeah, so I. Uh, ben beat me, and the next morning, I told our other 
our other roommate, Mark Henley, may, may he, he live, live forever. forever. Um, before Ben was up, I was like, me and Ben played chess yesterday. Um, just so you know, I beat him, but he actually kind of got a little competitive about it, so don't say anything about it, because I think he's actually a little sensitive that I beat him in his game. Mm-hmm. And uh, if nothing ever came of that, that would have still just been a fun thing that I told Mark. But then, like, weeks later, he casually brought up that I beat Ben in chess. And Ben was like, you what? And they both just looked at me, and it was like, why would you do that? And I'm like, for this moment right now. Uh, <laughs> wow, no. Matt, it's hard for me to ever trust you ever again. Yeah. Man, and what a fucking shitty friend Ben is where he couldn't even go with the lie. Yeah. Or, you know, it's like maybe it was, like, something that you were insecure about. So it'd be like... Oh, yeah, he kicked my ass, but hey, what can you do? The fact that he's, yeah. like, insecure and needs to, like, no, I'm basically yeah. Bobby Fischer yeah. reincarnated as an anemic weirdo. Yeah, or just things like if we're, you like, like that? You like me making fun of your little fucking twerp ex-fucking podcast buddy? You're with me now. Yeah. You're my <laughs> bitch, Bobby. And I don't ever want you fucking looking at Ben Miller again. Mm. Do you hear me? Look at me and say, yes, sir. Say it into the mic so the audience can pick up the audio. Say it! Say it! (laughs) If you're listening, this is not a bit. I am in danger. Yes. I need help. (laughs) He he makes me... He he gave me gummy bears and then later said, Damn, I didn't know you liked to get wet. Yeah. Yeah. I had no idea what that meant. Those were PCP gummy bears. Those are CBD gummies. (laughs) And Bobby's like, Oh no, I'm getting relaxed. (laughs) Oh no. Oh, no, I should be feeling nervous. My shoulders are less tense. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, God. I, I got to get off this train. It's too much. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, Joe Gorman has, uh, like, uh, the type of face you would see in, like, a horror movie trip, for sure. <laughs> or at least, like, a horrible acid trip. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When you see the true face of God. Hello, Finnegan. Hi, you miss me? But uh, yeah, so do you know more about the chess thing? Yeah, so tell so there us was about like this, a, um, this controversy. Yeah, there was some player who's like one of the best in the world, and they suspect he's cheating, and one of the rumors is that he's using anal beads. So he's, uh, by one of the best in the world, he's ranked, I believe, 40-something. Oh, oh And mercy. he played literally the best uh, chess guy that has ever existed. Yeah. Like, better than anybody else. Um, this Finnish guy is like 31, I think. Yeah. And um, uh, so the the Finnish guy, like the best guy, played this dude who I think he's American. Yeah. He's also he's lived somewhere else. I wish I remembered these people's names. It would make telling the story easier. But <laughs> the the supposed cheater um, started with the black pieces. Ooh, black. So, so already, like if, if you're black, you're in a disadvantage only in chess. Um, right. and so, cause the white piece goes first. Yeah. Why? And uh, it's just the way it is, Joseph. Wow. Because, you know, with like some of the black knights and rooks is all that black on black violence. They should flip a coin yeah. to see who goes first. Like all other great events. Mm. Mm. Not like just that. white. Are you ready for some chess? <laughs> Dice freaker out, Finny. I'm sorry. Mm. So Daddy like, has to do bits. Otherwise people won't give us money. And then you can't get your fancy dog food. Look sorry, how nice his coat is. Yeah, dude, he yeah. looks handsome. Yeah. You're a good dog, Finn. I don't say it enough. Do you think he came over because I said the guy's from Finland? Maybe. So then he thought I said Finn again. Finny, do you know your name? Yeah, he does know his name. Finny. Yeah, yeah he looks. See. Mm. So, wait, did he beat the Finnish guy? 
Yeah, th- so, and that, yeah. that's why he's getting a cu- because the the Finnish guy was like, uh, "There's no way he could have beat me because I had this unusual opening." And also, he I went first. He was the black pieces, and uh, apparently, I I haven't watched the video, but people that watch chess say uh, that he the guy the supposed cheater looks way too relaxed. You ever heard the thing of like uh, playing a round of tournament chess like will make you burn thousands of calories? Really? Because of how stressful it is. Yeah. Because you got to like it really fucking even if. Even if you're a genius, you're playing against other geniuses. It's gonna like, you're gonna really rack your brain thinking about every move. Did they count as calories before and after? No, no. they didn't, because that would be fat shaming. Right. But uh, he also like um, the supposed cheater has like jumped rankings like suspiciously quickly. Uh oh. Like, there's been like prodigy grandmasters, but they all. Like gradually, ra- yeah. Even this Finnish guy was like n- became number one in his like late twenties, uh, starting in his like teens, late teens or something. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So the Finnish guy is like straight up posting shit on social media, in an, in a way that like he's saying this guy cheated, but without getting sued. Right. You know what I mean? Like memes and shit. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. I just don't know enough about. But chess the anal beads thing. They, okay, so they're saying. Um, that apparently there are al- I, this is where I pretend not to know what anal beads are. They uh, they have like battery operated. Yeah. So basically, the guy there was like a system. Oh, nice. Where he would tell them like with a series of buzzes like which piece to touch and then like which piece to like which place to go to. Mm. Which I think credit to this guy. I mean, cheating's not good. But if you could look relaxed or bored while your ass is vibrating or in not front coming. of. Yeah, exactly. You're like you're fucking doing. You're playing like, oh. oh, he just fucking comes as he drops like rook to bishop seven. He just fucking shoots a fucking load. Yeah, yeah the um, that was the rumor with the Houston Astros in baseball, not anal beads, but that they had uh, buzzers. Okay. Um, because they were caught cheating, like stealing signs, where they had like a camera in the outfield that was zoomed in on what the catcher. <laughs> was motioning to the pitcher to throw. Yeah. And um, then they would bang on a trash can, like, loudly with the Ooh. baseball bat. Oh, no. One bang meant fastball, two meant breaking ball, like that type of breaking thing. Breaking the ball. Um, and there was a rumor that they um, were wearing buzzers. And uh, after one play where a guy hits a home, w- home run in the playoffs against the Yankees yeah, to win the game, he's yelling at his teammates not to tear off his shirt. And that was brought up as some evidence. And then he says earlier in the year he had a walk-off home run. Teammates tore off his shirt, and he's shy and didn't want to uh, show off his body this time. This poor man just has body dysmorphia. Yeah. (laughs) They're like, he must be cheating. Yeah. Robotics. He he has a surgery scar that he's ashamed of. Yeah. Yeah. This is where my uh, uncle touched me. Yeah. Touched me so hard that it created a scar. The guy's a short king, Jose Altuve. He's like five foot six, Ooh. and one of the best players in Major League Baseball. Bobby, you're a short mm-hmm. king. I am, dude. Yeah, a Latin king. Mm-hmm. There, there's a uh, a few people I know of that use being short as like their thing. Who? And I, I don't remember right now, but no, I do. think like, that I, 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 I suddenly Keith forget. Keith Chase, he's one. I, I suddenly forget. I had the mind. About. I had yeah. the name in my mind. Why were you not? Uh, yeah, it's Keith Chase. He's like, I'm a short guy. It is weird. They're working me to death at the Keebler factory. 
Everyone loves fudge, but not me when it's eight hours of your day. Nah, I'm just kidding, dude. It seems weird to make that your whole thing. Why? I don't know, because it's not... Leave that to the rest of us <laughs> to yeah. make it your thing. Yeah. There is, is it a, your thing, Bobby? Enter- there, no, I've never... You're the U.S. history guy. Well, I really didn't know how important height was until, like, literally college. And I know that sounds crazy. Yeah. But I thought... Because I, d- I don't think about it. It, it. In my relationship to, like, attraction to women... I'm never like, oh, that girl's short or that girl's tall. It's just like inconsequential to me. It doesn't and mean I you look s- at their hips. Because their hips will, don't lie. Will this woman bear me a child? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Will she be a good mother to my kids? But yeah, it's it's something I really didn't uh, become aware of until dating apps. Because, I mean, it's a minority of women, but not a. Well, I mean, you wouldn't date a woman who's six feet tall. Yes, I would. You would? It's inconsequential to me. Oh, re- okay. Yeah. Yeah, you you can't be fucking picky when you're fucking. But you never. No, but it's not. I don't find a tall woman unattractive. But you never really. But you never even when you were younger thought I think she's attractive, but I don't think she would like me. I, I know it sounds made up. I know it sounds crazy. (coughs) The height thing. I wasn't aware of it until until much older. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely, definitely after high school. I never as a high school kid thought. I'm too short for this girl to go out with Most me. of the women I date are taller than me. I walk up and they're like, hey, you fucking giant. Yeah. <laughs> I like to climb those fucking mountain peaks, if you know what I'm saying. Mm. And they're like, oh, my God. And then, like, when I, when I, when I fuck them in their pussy, yeah. I go, Geronimo! <laughs> and to be clear, I'm not saying I'm not shallow. What oh, I'm mercy. saying is that I just, I didn't. I never thought about height, so really, that when you're younger, you're like, well, things that I don't care about, no, p- other people don't care about. Yeah. So it was like a surprise to me. Well, you knew that you didn't want a fat girl. Yes. Exactly. Really. Yeah. So when when people would talk about, I mean, that was intuitive to me, but it was like news to me that some girls don't like guys shorter than them, and that some guys don't like girls taller than them. Blah blah blah. That was that was like new information to me. I'm sorry. Not for the guys, just an insecurity thing. Yeah. For the girl too, I think. Why? Maybe, yeah, because I get... Well, I think there is something of... Um, uh, just as a guy, it's not that you don't find... Uh, oh, because Bubs isn't even... Bubs the cat is nowhere near. I we think he's just been on the couch and it's the fur. Yeah. Do you need a Claritin? Yeah, no, we're, we're going to let him I think die. We're, we're almost we're done, almost with, the done with this. And then we'll take a little dinner break. Yeah. And then we'll be back. Um, Nothing too fancy, just something quick. <laughs> Sweetie, yeah, I hate to see you like this. He's yeah. dying. He's dying. I don't. Uh, I don't think a short guy doesn't find a tall woman attractive. I think he's just. Oh, she won't date me. No, women. Tall women love a short guy. But tall women, I think, um, li- sometimes don't find shorter guys attractive. They do. They like to fucking cradle you, and they wrap you up in their big strong arms, and they nurse you like a little baby. I I think it's it's totally. I I can't key into it because. Like you said, like a six foot tall woman, I'm like, yeah, yeah come on over. Yeah. But come I, I understand if you're a guy, you're like, I want a shorter girl. Or if you're a girl, you're like, I want a shorter or I want a taller guy. Rather. Interesting. Yeah. But I think that if you, like I've seen women on dating apps, I'm five foot two. Don't message me if you're under six feet. I'm like, I think you have a mental illness. You what? Know what I mean? You're crazy, man. Be- because you, you need you need it to be like, that's how much masculinity you need, I guess. You know, yeah. Where it's like, I don't know. You're five two. Like five eight is pretty tall for you, I think. Yeah. This is what I. This is why I message. You're out of control. But yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. But at the same time, I am a hundred percent bored by the whole. uh, 
well, guys can't control their height, but women can control their weight. It's like, yeah, but stop trying to convince women to find you attractive and just find another one. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's plenty I'm of really worried for plenty Matt's of health, dude. Plenty of fat chicks in the sea. Yeah, it's true, dude. Matt's going to actually legitimately die. <laughs> you know what's uh, it's very funny is... Uh, me dying? Um, is Matt dying. It fills me with laughter every time I think about it. I've been thinking about death a lot. Oh, no. Why? Do you memento mori? I was... Mem- I, well, yes. Joe and I have that in common. <laughs> can I Can I tell them? Yes. Joe enjoys stoicism, as do <laughs> I. Mm. We've talked about it on the podcast. Yeah, but Joe, Joe sincerely believes that the Stoics' advice are helpful. It's true. Mm-hmm. It is true. I just imagined you talking to uh, Marcus Aurelius, and he was like, no one can make you feel a way. Only you can make yourself feel a way. And you go, wow fascinating <laughs> yeah duh <laughs> uh, it, you needed like a billion fucking dollars to figure that out you fucking retard i figured that out working at my regular ass job yeah <laughs> yeah sometimes i'll see um some self-help stuff mm-hmm. and it's like they're doing the big inspirational music in the background and anything and there's this really inspirational speech and it'll be a thing that i've just like known since i was 18 Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of like, I mean, I guess it's cool for people who don't punch your this parole out. officer in the yeah. face. It it's, won't make your life better. It's really not so much of, you know, what are the secrets to it? It's the discipline to implement that stuff. Yeah. And to consciously be aware of it. I think a lot of people get in their own way and yeah. know that they're doing it, but can't stop. Themselves yeah, it from just happens. It. Like, yeah. But honestly, taking like just like a few seconds to like breathe mm-hmm. means so much. It can mean like a huge difference. Yeah. And to realize when you're catastrophizing. Yes. I think a lot of people catastrophize and don't even know either what that is or that they're doing it. Yeah. yeah. Where they fuck up at work and they're like, well, I'm going to get fired and then yeah. I'm going to be homeless and then yeah. no one's going to want to fuck me. And then I'm going to I'm going to die and then they're just going to bury me with everybody else. And it's like, ooh, you just got to take a deep breath, man. Yeah. Mess, mess up at work every once in a while. Well, there's that thing where it's like, well, what are you upset about right now? Something that happened in the past, something that could happen in the future. That's yeah. not here or now. You know, right now you're fine. I also feel like sometimes our lives in the West it, are like it's so comfortable that our brain is is just so used to like running away from lions and shit that we just in. That's what anxiety is. Yeah. It's just us inventing things to to be to be apprehensive about yeah you know what I mean or I think it's just uh your go the uh the mind uh works that way mm-hmm. that's just human nature so even if um you know the worst thing that happens to you in your life is the worst thing that happens to you in your life mm-hmm. even though for somebody else their worst thing is way worse than your worst thing yeah yeah what's the worst thing that happened to you so far Bobby nine eleven Definitely 9-11 was personally for me yeah. the worst. That actually was a point where I'm like, okay, the world is a little fucked up. You yeah. Know? You knew it abstractly, but like in that moment, you're like, it's fucked up, and it's not just a thing that happens to people far away. You it know? happens at the hometown. I think I was just old enough to feel that way because I was 11 years old, so I knew about war yeah. and shit. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay, like somewhere 50 miles from me, there could be 3,000 people that die in under an hour. Damn. Yeah. You know, it's a little crazy. But I don't, I can't say it's the worst thing that happened to me. No. Yeah. What about you, Maddie? The worst thing that's ever happened to me? Um, 
Vin Diesel and The Rock having a feud. Mm. Nice. Not, that is upsetting. Not working that was together your anymore. Yeah, not working together anymore in Fast and Furious movies. Too sad. Hobbs Too and, furious. Hobbs and Shaw effectively being their own separate universe and franchise. I love Hobbs and Shaw, though. Who doesn't? Yeah. You don't even need to watch the Fast and Furious movies to like Hobbs and Shaw. All you need to know is they're two bald guys who are best friends. Who like buying razors and, and working out together. Yeah, there you go. I did, um, it's not, it's, would be crazy for me to describe this as the worst thing that's happened to me, but it is something that just popped into my brain. Ooh. I got very close to losing my virginity uh, freshman year of college. Nice. Um, so, this was like the third or fourth weekend of college. And I was just under the impression that I was going to get my dick sucked on the first Friday. Everyone gets their dick sucked the first Friday. Uh, well, I have it on good authority that that is not true. Who said that? Some bitch? Some bitch you wouldn't suck your fucking <laughs> cock? Yeah, no, like it's not true, Bobby. That doesn't really happen. <laughs> the girls don't like it. You're actually a gentleman if you don't force yourself on a woman. Mm. And, and Bobby's like, oh, okay. Whereas a, a real man would have been like, hey, bitch, you're not leaving this fucking dorm room. Now come here. The Joe Cavanaugh over here. Yeah. Whoa. Was that and what happened? Yeah, the, and the worst thing that's ever happened to a guy. Because we all have stories of like times where in hindsight like we could have got laid and didn't. Or it's like, damn, we probably shouldn't have fucking this, assaulted this that has, woman. Because um, normally, yes, we have that story, but you kind of forgive yourself because you're like, I was so young, I just didn't know how the world works yeah. yet. You know, this was bad because Ooh. I... Uh, so by this point in, in my college career, I'm like, all right, I'm not going to magically get laid. Tonight, I'm just going to drink with the boys. Ooh, yeah. right? So I yeah. went to a house party because I, I was like 19. Yeah. And um, I just, uh, e- even though I'm a, a short, handsome man, uh-huh. I uh, could drink a lot. Oh, my. So I got, uh, I got six shots. Oh, six. And I did them in rapid succession. And uh, I, I, I feel like I just have to tell this as quick as possible or I'll lose his attention. No, no. So you had six. Like, what were you drinking? Um, I think it was, it was clear. I think. Oh, God. Vodka. vodka. Like, yeah. probably like oh. that. Fuck. Probably from like a plastic bottle. First, yeah. they said, I thought you said ever clear. I was like, you fucking what? Yeah. <laughs> this already sounds like it's going to end awfully. Although the yeah. first and only time I had absinthe. Yeah. I, and this sounds made up. But I was like, hmm, absinthe tastes different than I thought. And then I woke up. Next yeah. to my bed, on the floor next to my bed at home. Do Whoa. you know? I know that sounds made up, but it's what. Have happened. you ever had Everclear? No. Do you know what Everclear? One hundred and ninety proof. Too much. It's like ninety five percent alcohol. Too much to Sean Holton. I, we all did a um, one shot, and Oof. then I did a second one after just to say I did one more than everyone else. Ugh. You must have been fucking laid out. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't. No, I don't. Th- I don't think I drank much outside of that. But it was, I know, Bacardi 151. I always, this is how I always ranked. Uh, I would ask people what their strongest drink they ever had was. They said Bacardi 151. I'm like, all right, they're whatever. If they said Devil Springs, I'm like, they party. Damn. Devil Springs, that's, that was like, I think, 160 proof. Um, that's like my range. The Everclear people are fucking psychos. <laughs> I think like the Hari was like, yeah, Bacardi 151. Yeah. And then like when I would just normally drink, I would have like wild turkey. Yeah. Wild Turkey was the first uh, liquor I drank. Nice. Yeah. yeah. I was always a big, I always had a bottle of Jack Daniels in the fridge. I'm still, I love Jack Daniels. Oh, a Wild Turkey is disgusting, but I just didn't have a choice. Yeah. It's what whoever brought the Well, sometimes brought. we'd get the like $10 bottles of Georgie. Um, oh, there w- Vikings Lord was like a cheap vodka that was actually pretty good. It was like a Norwegian vodka. Ooh. Um, but 
Yeah, ever. Well, hold on. What were you just saying before the um absent? Your drink, the story where oh, you didn't yeah. get laid. Yeah, it's a quick one. So you did uh, six shots. So my buddy, like right after I do the six shots, his girlfriend has a friend, and she was like, she'll like Bobby. Nice. And she was very cute. Ooh. And it was like a not so subtle. Like she basically were like, hey, you guys should talk, which. Nine times out of ten, that's fucking awkward, right? But she was, like, excited about it. She – apparently, my my buddy, like, amped me up, and I'm like, well, this is great, and we're talking. Ooh. But as we're talking, I could feel my – I did six shots in a row, and I could just feel myself getting drunk. Yeah. So I'm like uh, – but, like, I'm doing okay, right? We're joking around. Um, I see, like, a moment where I could go to kiss her. Yeah. And I go to kiss her, and I lean in. And then I burp right in her face. Nice. Ugh. And uh, she was, I was like, sorry. And she's like, no, it's okay. And then in my fucking 19 year old drunk brain, I'm like, okay, I had to turn this around. And then I look up and she's just fucking gone. Damn, that's funny. Yeah. yeah. You should have chased her down and finished what you started. Yeah. <laughs> so, Joe, what's the worst thing to have happened in your life? Was it when your father would beat you for shitting your pants? Yeah, I guess like that's like the only thing I can really like. That was like the only real fucking bummer. Dude, this is honestly the best case scenario for that fucking villain origin story. I'm right. surprised you're not like fucking cutting up prostitutes and leaving them. Yeah, yeah I'm a pretty chill river. guy considering like <laughs> how violently abused I was throughout my child. Like, like, like it's like clearly it's like figure out the issue of why I'm shitting myself. Don't beat the fuck but out of me. My story is I didn't get to kiss a girl that I wanted to kiss and fucking Joe's is like, I think my dad might have been a monster. Yeah, dude. And but I still turned out fucking chill as fuck. Mine is fuck why Fast and Furious movies may not be as good in the future. Although the last one had John Cena in it and it was still pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you have any story of a time you knew, like, you could have hooked up and didn't? I do. And you know what? You'll find out about it on tonight's Patreon episode. episode. Ooh, a teaser. Episode. Adios. Bye.